Hey folks, Mad Cat here from The Balcony Show. Now if you haven't heard about Anchor, well then I gotta tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. And who the hell doesn't love free? I know I do. I mean, come on. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And talk about doing the legwork. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Cheers and be well, and keep listening to us right here on The Balcony Show. It's time for The Balcony, the show that spotlights independent artists from all over the United States and now the world. So sit back, relax, enjoy the show. Here you are, The Balcony. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Balcony. I'm your host, Ann Thatcher, and here riding the co-chair with me is none other than Emily Noel. Woo! While the cat's away, the mice will play. Chicks rock! <laughs> Andrew hates that. So well, we, gotta, we have to do it. Yeah. We got a kind of a different vibe tonight, though. Uh, we actually have a poet on tonight. Yes, I'm really excited. Christopher Watkins. He'll be up later in the show, and I'm super excited. From Alaska. Yeah. And uh, I'm not going to say too much about him because I, I think... He will just have a conversation, and I'll let him tell you about himself. So, are you ready for the hashtag? I'm so ready. Okay. Hashtag bye-bye birdie. Oh, no. <laughs> so I already know where this is going. Yeah. Well, I was sitting uh, out I'm on the porch here at City View Studios with none other than our lovely person who is doing our producing today. Jake de Blasio, so check out City View Sound. Anyways, sitting out <laughs> on the porch, enjoying the lovely view and the bird song, and then I look up in the tree, and there was this little bird. He, he was chattering his heart out, and his tail is flickering, and his he's all brussled up, and oh my God, he was so stinking cute, and bam, a hawk comes by, swoops him up, <laughs> I hear an echo, tweet, tweet, <laughs> and I was like, really? I can't even have a moment, not even one moment, where I have, like, some peace and, you know, so much for breaking my bye-bye birdie. <laughs> you know, I'm not even shocked that that would happen to you because that's just another story for the Ann Chronicles. Uh, there you go. You heard it, but... Honestly, I've never seen that happen before. Yeah, well, I did. <laughs> and I'm out there and I'm thinking, oh, you know, I'm listening to some music. I'm thinking, this is beautiful, chillaxing. Heck no. Mother Nature said, oh, no. And <laughs> no, no. <laughs> We're going to have death. <laughs> That's so sad. And, like, his friends and probably well, his family were, were in the were tree. Like all, you know how they get chattering because yeah. they, he just got, and, yeah, it wasn't good. Oh, and they saw him, like, get taken away. That breaks my heart. I know. It broke my heart, too. So, anyways, bye-bye, Birdie. So, let's get to the music tonight on that very sad note, somber, and cheer everybody up with a song from Gee Paul, Saturday Night.
Listening to the Balcony Show, and I'm Emily Noel in for Andrew Turvac. Hi, Andrew. <laughs> na 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 na. <laughs> Actually, I can't even na 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 because he's in Nashville, and I would love to be in Nashville right now. Oh so. yeah. He's probably like na 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 na. I'm in Nashville, and you're in, you know, PA. <laughs> but our next song is by Acoustic Kitty Project Company Store. Love this song. This is a good song. Shit, we were sold by the man at the 
company store If you give it away Who's gonna buy Take my songs out on the road Try to get a record deal If there's anyone left that gives a damn At least about anything real I could build my brand and live in a van Call it my national tour But it's just another job and another life And another kind of company store I grew up in the shadows of rust Saw the death of the American dream They were kind enough to leave the bones for us After they picked hey everybody, them Everybody, thanks for chilling with us on the balcony Me and Emily Noel Cheers, Because Andrew's out of town Yeah, well, we miss him though We, we do So, up next we're going to have our first song from tonight's artist Yes, Chris Watkins what, Drunk poets. Wow. Wow. What did you hear this interview? I think um, he's got a lot to say. So. Yeah. And it's a lot of his stuff is historically based. And I think you're going to enjoy. It's story. fascinating. I learned a lot. Yeah, me too. A lot. Too. Yeah. So let's get started with this first song tonight, which is Dirty Little Town.
got my red cap on My sailor suits I got the curtains drawn But the point is moot Motel rainbow Running from the past Staring in space Like a seagull on the mast Now paint yourself a picture Of a room without a view Building without windows A city without you Where looking good can kill you They kick you when you're down It's a dirty little town It's a dirty little town Dirty little town. It's a dirty little town. The jacket isn't in its youth. Jesus was a Baptist. They hung him in Duluth. Sometimes I see him swinging. Sometimes I'm swinging too. It's ugly. There's nothing you can do. Paint yourself a picture of a room without a view, a building without windows, a city without you. Good can kill you. They kick you when you're down. It's a dirty little town. It's a dirty little town. It's a dirty little town. It's a 
I'm coming over You better hide the guns Anything by John O'Hara The works of Jefferson I'm no good at the goose steps Believe me, I tried Wild was a patsy. Gordon Liddy crucified. So paint yourself a picture, baby. Of a room without a view. A building without windows. A city without you. can kill you and they kick you when you're down it's just a dirty little town it's a dirty little town it's a dirty little town
everybody. Thanks for tuning in to The Balcony. We have all the way from Anchorage, Alaska, Chris Watkins from The Drunk Poets. Hi, Chris. Hi, Anne. Nice okay. to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's it's our pleasure, believe me. I know uh, we just listened to your song, Dirty Little Town. Um, right. You want to tell our listeners about that? Yeah, sure. It's um, The song is about uh, the cannery wars on Carluck Island in the Kodiak chain at the turn of the century in the uh, pre-regulation era of labor in the U.S., which occurred, as you know, all over the U.S., not just in Alaska. Right. And it was literally it was literally a gang of New York type of situation on the beach where people were making clubs out of nails and sticks and you name it. And these two corporations were going at it. And so then they had to get uh, some labor representation in there. And the uh, protagonist of the novel that the album is based on, Henry Von Scheel, was elected to that position uh, you know, by his uh, his peers, you know, to speak for the labor, right? So that's what that song is about. It's and so you could really put a whole blanket on the whole pre-regulatory era in the United States and put it under that song. And I did that deliberately because I wanted it to be universal. Wow! Wow! Well, I a lot of your songs are uh, historically based, correct? Yes. Yes, quite correct. Because um, I, n- I know your latest C- CD, and please help me with the pronunciation of it because I don't want to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Derevnia's Daughters? Derevnia. Yes, okay. yes. You got it. Derevnia's Daughters. Yes. That's a pretty interesting story, too. I, I was doing some research on it, not, not certainly not as much as you, but I would like you to tell our listeners about that because that's your latest CD. So tell yes. tell our listeners about that, Chris. Okay. Well, it's based on a book by um, Lola Harvey, which was published in the early 90s. Now, Lola Harvey was the grandmother of my producer, bandmate Eric Cobb. And I just got exposed to the book. I, I just read the book a couple of years ago, and I got the idea to do this album. And so Derivnia is um, Russian and it means uh, village. And specifically for the purposes of the book and the album, Derivnia is a section of town on the island of Fognac at the turn of the century, which is to say the last century. And so that's where it all comes from. And it's about the, the daughters that grew up on that island and then um, later uh, went to the U.S. and they, uh, you know, integrated into contemporary society, and whereas the people they left behind did not do so as well, and even they had trouble with it. And so I found the whole uh, tapestry, as one would say, absolutely fascinating to the point where I just threw everything in the air and said, okay, I'm going to do this. And I got to say that when you listen to the whole CD, and I would encourage listeners to do that, um, you paint a very, very vivid picture with your music. It's phenomenal. I absolutely loved it. 
Well, I, I, I appreciate you saying that because that's what we were going for. We're going for people that want to listen to a long playing LP. And I really think we went out on a limb, and I really think we took it to different places that no one has really tried before. Not that people haven't, and not that they haven't succeeded. But I really do think we kind of carved out a new territory. And so I really appreciate you accentuating that because that's the whole point of me doing this. Yeah, you and and please tell everybody the the female vocalist that you had on because I I know she's near and dear to you because um, she did a phenomenal job too. You're referring to my niece, right? Uh, yeah, Flow- Flowery oh, that's so sweet. Yes. Well, thank you. Yes, I'm I'm glad that she got an opportunity. Uh, to do that. Now, the spoken word is not flowers. That's um, Eric's family. Um, both the great-granddaughters of Lola Harvey and uh, his girlfriends. So uh, I just don't want people to confuse the two. It's an academic who, thing, but I have, who I have to Who did the say, poem at the beginning in the intro? Who did the, okay. the reading of the book? Okay, you're talking about the intro on the album? Yes. Okay. That would be Emma Cobb, which is Eric's daughter. Right, and she's and, a direct uh, descendant, right, of... Yes, she is, of the writer of the book. That is correct. Thank you right. for pointing that out. Yes. That, that talk about full circle, that, that whole thing coming full circle, wow. Yeah, yeah. No, I, thanks for pointing it out. Nobody's really explored this regarding this material before, so... This is the first time anyone's ever asked me about that on the air, and I, I don't usually offer information. But there's a whole story behind the story. so I would love to hear it, honestly. I think I'm, I'm, you've got me absolutely enthralled with, with the whole, the fact that these people came and, you know, talking about a totally different system, a religious system, you know what I mean? That, wow, the, I can see the conflict and... Certainly, with organized religion, and you know, and, well, and it, I, I just wanted to point something out that you may not know, and that is that that entire civilization was destroyed during the '64 earthquake, which is to say, the entire island was laid to waste. All wow. of those people, all of those people, either died or moved to the Soviet mainland. That's so it no longer exists, just in memory. Oh my gosh! But the 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 woman's descendant who was in the book, she lived long enough to hear or read the book, right, about her heritage. That's right. As a matter of fact, Lola went out to Fognac Island once she met, I believe it was Eunice, and uh, once she had gotten you know to know her and understood the story, she actually went out there, found the cabin went into the cabin, found the chest, which was buried in ice oh, and everything. Oh, wow. Else. Oh, my she had gosh. To take out, she had to take out all of the letters, which were frozen and wet. She had to get them all together. And then she had to send them out to, um, to colleges to be translated because it, they were in eight different languages. So, yeah, this whole thing, I, I was sitting on the top of an iceberg. You know, when we talk about this, you're sitting on top of an iceberg that has is a lot bigger than me. You know, I just wanted to call attention to it. That's what an amazing story. Wow. Uh, I, you know what? Did she pass on, Chris? Is she gone now? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I know she would have loved this, your 
the your CD, which is I think is a hom you know the homage to the whole thing. It just is absolutely fascinating. Great stuff. Well, that that makes it worthwhile just you saying that. So thank you. So when you go to tell a story through music, how do you begin that? How does that how does that start? Is it easy for you, or is it something that you take a long time to do? How how does that happen for you? Well, I've learned I've learned to regulate the writing process itself. So I do as much as I can without actually sitting down and writing. Because once I sit down and write, I'm lost. I have to. Um, I'll get two or three hours of sleep a night, and then I have to go back to work, and then come back and do it again. And this will go on for a period of three or four months. So by the time I'm done actually writing, I'm just totally exhausted. So I have to get as much work as I've done, done as I can in the preparatory phase. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. So and I you look can at tell that like, you do that well, sir. Thank you. It shows. I, it's, I look like uh, it came out of survival, really. I look at it the way a novelist or a filmmaker would. Okay. I don't. I don't look at the process, you know, song by song or any of that. I just look at it. A series of events that I've been doing for so long that I don't really have to think about it. Yeah, because you've been doing it since you've been 10 years old. <laughs> That's a long time. Yeah. That's a very long time. So how did you get into music and knowing that this is what you wanted to do? Uh, it, well, <coughs> my form, excuse me, my formative years were spent in a, a very isolated town. So and I had always had an obsession with film, but I just didn't see that happening. And I was drawn closer and closer to literature and music. So I just, I, I just naturally fell into those two. You know. So who are some of your role models through literature and some of your favorite novelists? And where do you get your inspiration from? Oh, you know, uh, that's, that, that's a very hard question to answer. You know why? Because he reads a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but you you have to look at his links in the chain, you know, without... uh, Very true. Yeah. Without the Bible, you would not have Hemingway. Without Mark Twain, you would not have Hemingway. And without Hemingway, you wouldn't have Norman Mailer. So it's it's all pieces in the chain, isn't it? All right, well, listen, we're going to... Next up... We're going to listen to your song, Cheerleaders in Love. You want to, s- and this is off of your lights. Oh, this is, this is off lights, 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 right. You want to tell our listeners about that? Set it up for us. Oh, well, I know I, I probably subconsciously ripped off Dion on this one. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. But, but that's, that's as far as I'll go. I think it's pretty self, self-evident what I'm talking about. So, yeah. All right, so let's take a listen to Cheerleaders in Love by Chris Watkins, Drunk Poet.
Thanks so much for hanging on the balcony. And we are back with Chris Watkins all the way from Anchorage, Alaska. Yeah, well, I'm delighted delighted to be here. I do want to ask you, um, if you haven't had the opportunity, please go check out uh, Chris's website. Um, go ahead and give him the name of that, Chris, please. Oh, yeah, it's uh, <coughs> at... Uh, Chris Watkins, uh, Drunk Poets. That's Facebook. Okay. And then you have a Weebly too, right? Yes. Um, I would. I. I would also recommend the Twitter site, which is at Chris Drunk Poets, not Chris Watkins Drunk Poets, but just at Chris Drunk Poets. Okay. And uh, so go there and check out all his fantastic music. This is just a spoonful of what this man has to offer as far as uh, music. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Okay. And recently, um, you were from the eclectic uh, music lover. Uh, he did a review of your album, and uh, it was uh, pretty impressive, so I want people to go check that out, too. Yeah, he, it's a great blog. It's a great blog, so... Yeah, not not just my review, but any review that guy does. Good review. Okay, so the next song that we're going to listen to is Spruce Island Chapel, which I happen to like a lot. I think this is one of the ones that captures a lot about the flavor of the time period and stuff like that. So you want to tell our listeners about that, Chris? Well, yes, thank you. Um, Spruce Island Chapel is about an Orthodox church on Spruce Island Chapel that uh, after the 
after the Bolshevik Revolution uh, was uh, had no funding from the church, they, they, they were cut off from the mother church, and, wow. uh, and an Orthodox priest by the name of Gerasim, Father Gerasim, took up residence there and tried to figure out what he was going to do in this new uh, this new sphere that his God had thrown at him. And so it just reminded me a lot of the early Christians and, you know, the social upheavals that go on in these, you know, these epochs and these endearing epochs of time. And so, uh, you know, there's a bit of Pasternak, David Lean, Shivago in there as well. So I tried to, I just threw in the kitchen sink, basically. You know. Wow. Well, you know what? I gotta say, I'm right there with you, because there was a lot of there was a lot of damage done um, through the march of time. <laughs> Putting it gently. Yeah. All right. One of the things that you said on the blog that I wanted to ask you about was um, never let the sun go down. Mm -hmm. What did you mean by that, Chris? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, as a writer, I, I don't, especially at my age, I don't get surprised a lot. I usually know exactly where I'm going, how I'm going to get there, and more or less what I'm going to find. This album was different because um, a lot of it just kind of, I was just looking at, or it just threw in my head. I don't know. To answer your question, I honestly don't know. There's a lot of things on this album that just came into my head, and I just wrote down what I was looking at. Oh, well, maybe there was something that was moving through you, you know, because I think when you're in a place and there's a lot of, there's a lot of history, sometimes things happen that way, you know, sometimes you're a vessel for things. Yes, yes, and I think you're lucky. I think you're very lucky if you can get there at any time in your life, and I feel very lucky to have done that on this project. Well, I got to tell you, um, I still say, People need to go, but you have to listen to the whole CD. Um, take the time, go in a quiet place, plug in, and listen to the story because you tell it well, my friend. You really do. Thank you so much. All right, so we are going to finish. I want to thank you so much for being a part of the balcony, Chris Watkins from Drunk Poets, and um, we're going to go out. With uh, you have any final shout outs before I say goodnight? No, just good luck with the show and thank you for promoting <laughs> Charisma. Well, that's all I have to say. Okay, it was my pleasure, sir. And we're gonna go out with Spruce Island Chapel from Derivnia's Daughters. Um, thank you, Chris. You take care, and I hope I hope they make a movie out of this. To be honest with you because I think it would be spectacular. It was absolutely my pleasure. I'm going to say goodnight and let you go off and create some more music for us. All righty. I will be listening. I'll see you later. You take care now. Bye-bye. Likewise.
gonna get tough like Saint Timothy in Rome the wind outside the window is rushing to the sea gonna get tough like Saint Timothy in Rome never let the sun go down 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 And we're chilling on the balcony with the girls. Well, and Jake. Yahoo! <laughs> Our next song is by Damon Price, Dear Dad. Just to say 
the end of the show it always goes by too fast it always does Mm. we have a lot of fun here yeah we do although tonight was not like an earth-shattering like giggle fest kind of thing like we usually are yeah i know but but that's good good. it's a good change people got to see a different side of emily and ann that's right so that's a good see we can be serious yeah occasionally I can't. No, I, I can't even say that with a straight face. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. I want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in and listening to the Balcony Show. You can send us your music. Go to the Balcony Show 
outlook.com mm-hmm. or send us your mp3s to the balcony at outlook.com we are also on facebook and twitter so please follow us and like us and thank you emily and Noel. check us out on spreaker oh yeah follow us on spreaker follow us on spreaker so emily noel thank you so much for stepping up in the co-host chair tonight. as always it's a pleasure i'm gonna say good night to you and i'm gonna say good night everybody from the balcony catch us next week And we're going to end things tonight with a song from Mike Stanley, The Commoner. Good night. Good night. There's no chance of being what you're not. You gotta make the best out of whatever it is that you think you've got. You try to aim high, you take your shot, come what may. Everybody gets their share of lousy breaks. I know it makes you wonder what the hell it's gonna take you. You give it all you got and they just raise the stakes. I mean, some may say to you. Commoner dreams of a noble bird. Poor man wants to be paid what he's worth. The toxic son over Mother Earth. The last place finisher wishes he had finished first. survival pay and you play the game occasionally anyway till you played the night away and you it's beginner's luck when you're playing unrehearsed yeah it could be better but i guess it could have gone a whole lot worse it could have been over before we won a first that was worth enough to stay for like the commoner who dreams of a noble bird the poor man wants to be paid what he's worth Like the toxic son over Mother Earth The last place finisher wishes he had finished first I wish I'd finished first I finished first.